Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Rich Man Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back with me this week. The month of March is all about sales. We are entering, we are, if I can speak today, we are ending Q1 strong. And I want us to end Q1 with the sales conversation. Most of you know that we are relaunching the new era of selling, my premium group program, all about sales. And I am so excited to have this conversation. So, one of the things that I teach in the new era of selling is, is your sales sequence. I cannot tell you how many people I meet who will say to me, Melanie, no one is buying my, my offer. No one's joining my group program. It's very hard for me to sell my one-on-one spots. Like whatever, whatever the issue is via sales, my number one question back is always, what is your sales sequence? Meaning, how are you leading them into the desired container? What is your process of, hey, here's the thing, and then what do they do? 10 out of 10 times, I find that there's an issue in the intention behind the sales sequence. Here's what I mean. I had someone who said to me, Melanie, no one is buying my, I actually had two people at the same time who were in the same group program who said the same exact thing, and uh, it was the same answer. They both said, I have this program that people are not buying. They're not joining it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Can you please help me? And both of them said that via their sales sequence, they are desiring, right, to bring in someone who's a hell yes, no questions asked. Let me get in this container. And in their sales sequence, they do discovery calls. And if you're not familiar with what that is, discovery calls are basically phone calls you get on with people where they can discover whether or not they want to work with you. Just by me saying that small little tidbit, can you just guess what the issue is when it comes to their sales sequence? They desire to have high level, high, hell yes, no questions asked clients, but in order to buy the thing, they are promoting discovery calls for people who need to discover whether or not they want the thing that they're selling. Can you see how there's a mismatch in who you're trying to call in, the, de the desired client you are trying to work with, and the sales sequence at hand? The person who wants to jump in, no questions asked, is a hell yes, is not the same person who's going to opt for a discovery call. So what needs to happen here is number one, if you are having any kind of difficulty, I don't care where you're at in your business, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. I want you to look at your sales sequence. What does this look like for you? What is your sales sequence? What is the flow and how are you moving people from, hey, this thing sounds cool. How do I get more information? What is the process they follow to get into the thing? And is there a mismatch in who you are looking to attract in that container and how you are moving them from inquiry into conversion? So my recommendation to these two women who had asked me that same question was, why are we doing discovery calls to begin with? Like, what is, why do we, why are we doing that if we want people who don't need to discover that they need, that they want to work with us, they desire to be in our container? 
And their answer was, well, that makes total sense. I don't even know why I'm doing that. And if I'm being honest with myself, I don't even actually want to do discovery calls. I actually dislike them. The second piece to this is, let's say your sales sequence is a match for the client you are looking to bring into your container, right? So high level, let's say you do a sales call or whatever, is the is the strategy or the pieces of your sequence something that excite you? What I mean by this is, let's say that I desire to work with that high-level client, right? The person who's just a hell yes, I want in and I'm doing sales calls. That's still a match for the person I want to work with because sales calls are and can be really great for you to qualify the person on the other end, depending on the, the kind of work or the niche that you are in, right? Sometimes we don't want to just bring people into our containers if we if we want to ensure that they're qualified for us. So the second piece is, let's say I'm doing sales calls because yeah, they work and yeah, they qualify, but I dread them. Like I just hate getting on the phone and I hate doing the sales call because they're not even necessary. Like I, it, they, you don't even have to do them. The second piece is oftentimes we are doing something we don't actually want to do. So before we even start the sales process, it, subconsciously and energetically, we're like dreading the entire conversion process. We are saying to ourselves, oh God, here we go. No, we're still in this program, which means I have to get on a thousand calls. Blah, 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 blah. So you can completely eliminate the calls altogether and just find a different sales sequence that matches the client you are looking to serve and also what feels good for you. Sales calls are not necessary. Somebody decided to make that an industry standard, but they're not necessary. I do suggest for my clients who are in the beginner phases of business that sales calls are nice. They are very helpful for you to find your your flow with conversation with your ideal client. Like getting on a phone call and walking them through, I think are actually a lot easier to close than um, chatting through the DMs if, if you're new to it, especially those who are scared of sales still. If you're still afraid of the sales process, I think that sales calls are a great way for you to get comfortable having that conversation with your ideal client. So let me just make sure that that's very, very clear. So one, are you aligned with the ideal client you are looking to service? Is your sales sequence, does it match the kind of person you are looking to call in? If not, where do we need to make adjustments? Hell yes, clients do not need a discovery call. Hell yes, clients don't need pages and pages and pages of information. In the new era of selling, we talk about how the sales process is incredibly outdated. The very masculine way of doing things should has changed so much. Like it's no longer, it's no longer the vibe, what we've been taught and what was standard, let's say two or three years ago. Things have changed so much in the in the in the in the past couple of years. Like if we think about it, when when people try to argue that, no, 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 it hasn't changed, I'm like, shh. Yeah, it has. People are making million dollars on OnlyFans. Like people who are 18, 17, 16 are becoming millionaires by going viral. Like the internet has evolved. It has changed. And the way that we sell has evolved and has changed. So your sales sequence needs to evolve and change with you. If you feel like your sales sequence is clogged, take inventory. What feels like it's missing? What feels like we need to either delegate or delete? What is no longer serving you? But first and foremost, I want you to look at is the sales sequence even aligned with the kind of person that we're looking to call in? If the answer is no, how can we 
update it to match the person we want to serve. The easiest thing that I usually recommend if, if you don't know where to start with this, if you're like, oh, I don't even know what kind of sales sequence would match this kind of person. This is where I would say sell the way that you buy. How do you buy? What do you need in order to buy? What gets you going? What gets you excited? What are you like, oh my gosh, I love when she does that, then I want to buy that thing. Pay attention because the, you they're, they're pressing on your buy buttons whenever you decided to hit, you know, buy or send payment. There are things that you are attracted to. We So we have, this is a really fun fact, I would add, add all of this to all of your programs right now. If you have passive programs, if you have masterminds, group containers, one-on-one, have an intake form in your containers that takes inventory, that takes real life um, answers to your questions. It will collect real time data for you. An example of an intake form is, let's say I'm, I'm selling the new era of selling. You join the group program. There's an intake form that will ask you, why did you join? What are you most excited for? What are you afraid of? Uh, why did you join this time? I will ask real time data. That way, every single launch, I'm, I'm continuing to compile information upon information. Then I know for my next launch, for my next time that I'm going to sell the program, what to really amplify. So if people are saying to me, Melanie, I love how you're just, how you're sharing how easy your sales process is. I know that I need to share more of that or to continue sharing my sales process. Meaning if I'm screenshotting my Thrivecart notifications, if I'm screenshotting my payment being deposited from Stripe or PayPal, people like to see those examples. So I know that I want to share more of those because that's what gets people into the door. That's why they bought. Another example I get all the time via my intake forms are, are things like, Melanie, I love your energy. I just love how, how you're very laid back. I love how your launches aren't very stressful. I, I like that kind of energy. I know that my kind of client, my ideal client who buys from me is really energy conscious. They pay attention to who I be. That's very important for me when it comes to who I am talking to and what they value most when it comes to joining containers or joining programs. So sales sequence wise, I want you, if you don't have this already, add an intake form into your programs, capture real time data as to why people join. That way, if you don't know if you don't know your sales sequence, don't know how to attract or become a match for a different kind of client, one, ask yourself how you buy, what gets you going and mimic that, right? I'm not saying copy people's texts and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But but an example of this is I like how when someone was selling, they had client testimonials or client interviews or little things like this. Remember, we take our businesses very, very personal because we are our businesses most of the time. So we don't see ourselves as CEOs yet when we should. And we take everything so personally, like people don't want to buy from me. People don't want, it's like, no, it's not that's not it. They're just not aligned with the, either the program right now, or the sales sequence is not aligned for them either. So look at how do you buy capture real time data? That way the people who do buy now, you know why they bought, right? So now you have that insight. You can just ask them, they'll tell you, and then update your sales sequence to ensure that it's aligned with the right kind of person. Okay. This is why we're not attracting the right people. Okay. And if you do all of that, and you're still not making the sales, I would be shooketh. But if let's say you're not, I want you to look at your content. Is your content speaking to this ideal client? 
let's go back to the example of the two women who were saying to me that they weren't making sales, but they were doing discovery calls. If your content is speaking to someone who is someone who needs discovery calls, right? You're talking about how, um, you know, making decisions is a very important, I don't even know. You're making content that's directed towards people who need discovery calls, right? Two very different people. People need discovery calls need to be convinced. They need to be, uh, ha- their hands need to be held. They need to be walked through it all. If you're creating content that speaks to that person, not content that speaks to someone who's a hell yes, this makes sense. I get it. In sales, and I don't know who said this, but I have a bone to pick with this person. You know how we say like speak speak in a fourth grade level or speak in a second grade level. And to me, it's like, but what if I don't want to attract second graders? Like, what if I don't want to be a match for that? Like, what if I want to speak high level speak how how I want to express myself in my containers and speak what feels aligned for me and create content that feels elevated for me, that feels good for me. And I want to be a match for people who get it or who are interested in that kind of content. This is where we need to do a nice little just evaluation on what we're doing. Our sales sequence starts actually with content, if you guys didn't know. Your content is the first piece of your sales sequence. If you don't have cash converting content, that program is a no-brainer. That's a very good place to start. In the new era of selling, we build out a sales sequence. So my seven-figure sales sequence is how I sell. It, I do the same selling sequence for every single program, every single thing that I do. And it's how I've created 65K reoccurring revenue month over month uh, and beyond. So we're only compounding that number as time goes. So for you, sales sequence-wise, number one, are you selling in a way that's aligned with the client you want to have? Two, is the thing that you're selling or how you're selling aligned with that, with what you actually want to do? Are you like dreading your entire sales sales process because you're like, oh, okay, I'm making sales, but now I have to sell. I have to, I have to, I have to get on sales calls. I have to do all that stuff. And I don't want to, I don't want to. There are a million different ways to do the same thing. And I don't care what your business coach told you when it has to be this way, or this is the way there's no such thing as that. This is why there's a big difference between actual mastery and experience-based coaching, okay? So just know that there are a million different ways to do the same thing. So it's not just sales calls, not just discovery calls, not just DM selling. You can get creative with it, but as long as they're all aligned and feel good for you, there's no energetic clog in your sales sequence and bonus points for you is if you have that intake form, you can collect real-time data to update how you are selling and what you are emphasizing during your sales process. Okay. So what I want you to do today as your homework or this week as your homework is I want you to look at how am I selling? What is my sales sequence process? What am I doing? And who am I aligned with? What feels difficult? What feels easy? Can I add intake forms to my programs right now or my offers to capture real-time data as to why people buy and then amplify those. If you are, let's say selling, selling feels okay. Selling feels easy, but you're just like, oh, I crave another way. I crave a different way. If you want to learn different ways of selling, if you want to have a higher level conversation around the femininity around sales, the new era of selling, we launched that program this month. Pre-sale is open. It's a secret. It's open. I will have the link to it in the description box of this uh, episode. If you are interested, click that. If you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to have the conversation with you. I'm happy to direct you and give you pieces of advice that I think are necessary to improve your sales process. Okay. 
You smell nice. You are beautiful. I love you. Have a wonderful week. Happy March and happy end of Q1. We are getting things going. We have so much time for the rest of the month. I just want you to enjoy this process. Sales gets to be fun. It gets to be flowy. It gets to be easy. We just have been taught that sales should be hard. It should be pushy. It should be technical. It should be tactical. It should be all the things. It doesn't have to be any of that. Okay. I love you. You're beautiful. I will catch you on next week's podcast episode.